myself doing a podcast yet. I love that sound that vinyl makes when it's playing. It's got that little crackling sound. It's almost like a fire. I once strangled a bear with a goat while only wearing a towel. The highest quality way to listen to music is the way I'm listening to it. I haven't shit myself doing a podcast yet. I don't think there's anything more metal than just casually sitting down, setting down your father's separate head, lighting cigarette. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Old Guy Metal Cast. I am Jim Vicious, joined as always by Mr. Bobby Blake. Hey, I once strangled a bear with a goat while only wearing a towel. <laughs> Fucking crush. <laughs> I've just been watching homeless people and drug addicts and inbred Appalachian people and pimps and hoes, the pimp and ho episode. I should have been a pimp, dude. <laughs> That's what I've learned. Pimps don't cry. <laughs> dude. Uh, so yeah, I've just been watching all that shit and it's, uh, I think it's dragging me into a de- further depression. Yeah, you should stop watching that because um, the inbred family thing, I could not watch that it was just really bothering me i'm like what the fuck is wrong with these people i haven't watched anything that's affected me in a while right uh, yeah like uh, i need to feel any worse than i already do right yeah well yeah but goes for both uh but we're here once again to talk some shit uh talk about getting old metal satan uh and you know whatever else comes up yeah. this is kind of the place where i get to talk about things that i don't get to talk about on my other shows Right, kind of. Yeah, pretty much. Let's get into some shit. Um, the Gibson Dave Mustaine guitars have been announced. They announced that they have a deal with Dave Mustaine. Uh, they have a cool little logo, and they released some guitars. Uh, the first of many, and uh, I don't fucking like them. Most of them, I don't like. Really? Okay. I like one, and you'd probably be surprised by the one that I do like. It's the it's probably the same one I like. It's the 30th anniversary Rust in Peace edition. I don't like lime green really, but this one just looks fucking cool. I disagree. The one guitar out of the lineup I like is the Kramer. I think it's fucking. Um. Okay. Let's see. That that's the. Oh yes, the uh, wood grain Kramer Flying B. Yeah, they got to give the, the uh, Rust in Peace edition, which. As far as I can tell, it's like the green of the thing the dude is holding on that album. Yeah. Admittedly, so. I'm not a big Megadeth person. Um, and I don't think that'll be sacrilege to <laughs> some people. I don't like <laughs> Dave Mustaine as a person. Um, I think he's a fucking douche. I don't like his bullshit politics. Yeah. Um, I just don't like him. Anytime you see him, you used to see him like crying about getting kicked out of Metallica and shit. Like, dude, shut the fuck up. I don't like him, so whatever. <laughs> I'm not going to really like any of these guitars. Yeah, and so your <laughs> dislike of him cool. translates over to the cool. Yeah, right. the, well, that looks good, although I don't like that vintage fucking wood grain. I mean, I even it's more the in line silver. with his shit, though. He's, yeah. He's come over from Dean, and there was a whole fucking thing, because Gibson, Sue, and Dean, uh, that started like 2019. So they're trying to sue Dean and, you know, he wanted to buy the part of Dean or buy Dean. And now he's going to Gibson. 
I think it's questionable for Gibson to even. Why would Gibson want Dave Mustaine? I have no idea. People are like, oh, Gibson wants to be cool, you know? And like, yeah. they want to be cool by signing a dude who's like 60 fucking years old, <laughs> who, whose music hasn't been relevant seriously since like euthanasia or something in like 1992. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pissing off Megadeth fans left, right, and center today. They're going to be, there's um, going to be a lot of angry letters in the email. I don't, I never really got into it, man. I'm not huge on that old thrash shit, but I like Countdown to Extinction, you know? That's probably my favorite one. Yeah. Which I know people like the rusted piece and so on. Well, like the our age difference is showing once again because I really like the first uh four Megadeth albums and then Countdown to Extinction was good, but I won't put it up there with the first four. So. Oh yeah. No, you're right. Those are those are the heavier albums and they're good. Yeah. I just never got into Megadeth. I'm not gonna like throw Megadeth on. If I throw Megadeth on it's gonna be Countdown. Oh, okay. Me, That's personally. fair. So they got that green one. Um, they've got the Gibson V EXP metallic silver, which he always has one of those fucking things. It looks gross, though. I don't like that. I don't either. Um, just the Gibson Vs don't look cool to me. I'm not a V guy anyway. You know, it's how like different the Kramer one looks. The Kramer one is a proper looking V guitar. Yeah, it's a lot so, fatter and. Um, like, the V is a lot better. We're looking at the other ones. The V looks really weird. Now Gibson isn't going to make, you know, like, that's the thing. It's the Kramer one is kind of a, it's a Dave Mustaine guitar. The Gibson ones are like, I don't know, you know, because he plays shit like that. So yeah. they actually are going to make a V. Gibson's like, well, we're not going to. Nah, we're not going to make it. <laughs> I just think it's weird because to me, he's not a big enough name, you know, so. Really? Like, that's your big thing? You can't sign somebody better than that, Gibson? I mean, I know there's not a lot of popular fucking bands these days. What do they have? They um, Do they have Metallica? I don't know. I know no, James I, Hetfield no. has a signature guitar, but I don't know who makes it. No, I think they play ESPs. Okay. It's hard to keep up because people switch all the fucking time. Yeah. You know, do. Davis Dane was Jackson, then he was Dean, and now he's Gibson. Metallica, I'm pretty sure I've switched too, but I think they play fucking like ESPs. Hmm. So you can get like LTD versions of their shit, I'm pretty sure. I thought not Epiphone. Fucking. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe I'm wrong. Okay, I was thinking something else, but no, it's not Ibanez because I I believe it was Anthrax who played Ibanez before and like MOD. But yeah, I don't know. It's difficult to keep track of these people changing companies. ESP LTD, yeah. That's who's making current Hetfield guitars. Okay. Um, but yeah, you know, it's like there aren't, even if there are of popular bands, which I mean, I'm, I have a hard time thinking of popular metal bands other than like, what, Lamb of God, Slipknot? Um, <laughs> I don't know anymore. I really don't know. Killswitch Engage. Oh, fuck them. You know? <laughs> this I like Gil Switching Gears. No, um, I, I can't stand Metalcore at all. None. I like Metalcore. You said that the other day when I said she's some uh, modern new metal band. Yeah. And uh, the new metal was good, but the, the Metalcore vocals, I was just like cringing. I'm like, no, I can't listen to this. Dude, I'm a sucker <laughs> for a fucking screamed verse and then a triumphantly sang chorus. I'm a fucking sucker. You get me every time with that shit. 
I think, all right, the the ones who did it right, Fear Factory, Slipknot, maybe a couple others. But then when everybody else started following suit, I was like, fuck these people. I like metal. Uh, the band I'm talking about, too, is um, Blood Youth. That came across them. I don't know. They're pretty popular, I assume. But they this album in 2019 that is... It's a fucking new metal album through and through. It's so crazy, but it's that's really good. I do like it. Now, are they a new anyway. metal band or is that their only new metal album? They have two. They have two albums, 2017 and 2019, and they're both pretty new metal. The 2019 one is a much more refined, better version of that band. Okay. It's if you're fucking one of the hardcores on here, you're not gonna like that shit. <laughs> it's very new metal. It's, it's interesting how new Yeah, I liked it. But anyway, like I said, I didn't like the And then like they the also have an acoustic, an acoustic version. Oh, yeah, the acoustic version. Mm, no, I'm not really feeling that either. I don't give a fuck about acoustic guitar. Like, oh, yeah, I got three. I got two guitars. Like, oh, yeah, what kind of guitars you got? Like, I'm a fucking, <laughs> I'm interested. Acoustics. And then they have it like, oh, I have an acoustic. I don't give a fuck about the acoustic, bitch. Throw it in the fucking fire. <laughs> Every week, I like throw your fucking records in the fire. Give them a Viking funeral. Throw your acoustics in the fire. So you know, come on, jump in the fire. I mean, you gotta, you know, they have their purpose and shit. Obviously, I just don't care about them. I'm not interested in what brand it is or what anything it is. It's just the guitar. Well, as long as they're tailors. I mean, tailors sound the best. So I'm a snob. It's like if like you go that. to, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good acoustic guitars. But, but if you go to uh, somebody's house and they have a, like a regular like an electric guitar, it's like going to someone's house who has a dog. Like, dude, let's see it. Yeah. But take it, me, take me to where it is. <laughs> if they've got a bunch of acoustic guitars, it's like, oh yeah. You, You've got a lot of acoustics, okay? Yeah, do much for me. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. Gibson, Dave Mustaine guitars, whatever. Dave Mustaine. Other guitar stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. the uh, the six uh, the six headed guitar. There's a six headed guitar that is up uh, for auction. Is it still up for auction here? I don't know. I'm st- I'm looking for it right now. It is a six neck guitar, and wow. it's called the Beast. So the Beast. it's two standard six strings. Okay, what I need those. One has a flayed tremolo, and one has does not. A seven string, a twelve string, and two basses. One is a four, and one is a five. So there you go. And um, <laughs> fetch between fifteen hundred and two thousand. I guess that's euro space bucks whatever the fuck that is monopoly money yeah, pretty terrible man um, also going under the hammer is uh, a guitar used by prince on his 1991 album diamonds of Pearl. i'd buy the purple rain guitar i mean i don't think that one's for sale no like if they were making one that was you know that that weird fucking symbol the purple Did somebody guitar. make like take advantage of that when he died? I think so. Yeah. Like someone, someone did make those. Yeah, because there was the the Prince series or whatever, and it was a purple guitar, and it had like a little symbol and everything. Yeah. 
All right. But I'm saying when he he died, did people actually make that? I'd say eventually. Maybe I don't know. All right, so I'm looking what? at this idiot hold this uh, beast, and how the hell do you play that guitar? How do you hold it, let alone play it? Like all take advantage of all it has to offer. Yeah, you don't. It's just it's just like a dumb thing that this guy made. <laughs> Is that like um, that? How many that the. the all right, you know what I'm talking about. The one that Jared Dines had, where it was like a fucking... How many strings yeah, was yeah. on that son of a bitch? Uh, he made that fucking Mountain Dew <laughs> meme guitar, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think he, he actually played, played fucker, it. Though. Yeah, he played it. Yeah, he laid it down flat. And played it. This is just nonsense. Yeah, this is just... 1,500 to 2,000 euros. I mean, it's not really that much either. Yeah. Motherfuckers pay more than that for a Gibson that's gonna hang on their wall and get fucking like, horribly dehydrated over the next twenty years in their fucking suburban home. Yeah, never get used. And this is definitely a wall guitar, just to say, oh, I bought a, a six uh, six headed guitar, whatever the fuck it is. You better, uh, find, a, you better find a fucking sturdy wall to hang. <laughs> you would have to have each. Uh, each individual racks for each head that you got there. Like it, it's just to you know, it's just to be a fucking dick. Because even if you weren't doing that, why would you have a four and a five base? Doesn't make any sense. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying. So it's just to be a fucking dick. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, if that interests you. How much is that in American dollars? I don't. Fucking I want to look that up. All right, you go ahead. <laughs> While I. Uh, continue on talking about uh, dude um our boy prince midnight uh who we talked about making a guitar of his uncle's bones people oh think yeah it's a hoax. turns out to be a hoax people it was appears a hoax? to be a hoax yeah so what was the skeleton that he used in the photograph was that just, just like, like some a fake skeleton a fake skeleton okay people don't know people just know that he looks a lot like a guy who's done a bunch of shit he bears a striking resemblance to eccentric Tampa Bay hat maker who calls himself Odlin Ozar who's like the world record holder for hat like the tallest hat and the longest acrylic name okay he also looks like this guy who's from a band called fucking feral babies and he's another guy who in 2014 he tricked the uh, Tampa Bay Times into publishing a photo of a two-headed crocodile on its cover <laughs> so he looks like these eccentric weird fucking characters and if he is all of those things he's like the coolest fucking guy man. I fucking love with that I love it, man. I love that he did out doing shit. It's like me doing things that make him laugh. Yeah. He was wearing a wig in that photo when he was playing that guitar, right? Because that can't be his real fucking hair. I imagine. That white hair. (laughs) That video was fucking weird, right? Yeah. The riff that he was playing was like super weird, dude. (laughs) It's very weird. So, yeah, if he's out there just doing shit like that, that cracks me up. Man. 
Shout out like to my dudes. uncle Philippe. Those dudes who went around and they got on local news. Dude, what were they doing? Fake strongman stuff or something? Oh, I didn't I hear about this. But they were just doing like a prank on local news all across the country. <laughs> and their whole thing was they would just make up something and try to get on local news and then just fucking do performance art, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't even oh, hear about that. And then all those uh, bunch of local news stations tried to sue them over it. You can't make a fucking joke. I don't know, man. That's <laughs> like uh, <clears throat> that uh, about 10 or 15 years ago, that Aqua Teen Hunger Force thing where the people were taking over road signs and reprogramming them to uh, show to show that fucking, I don't know, that weird symbol or whatever it was. But yeah, it kind of reminds me of that. That's pretty sweet, too. It's like hacking road signs. Those should be hackers. <laughs> I remember when that. the movie Hackers came out, I wanted to be a hacker. I was like, I want to learn how to hack. You want to be a hacker, code cracker, slacker? <laughs> um, <laughs> Rapper? <laughs> I've heard that you can take over McDonald's and other like fast food style boards. I guess you can just like run your Bluetooth. And you can find them, and a lot of times their passport is just bullshit, you know? Yeah. Like one, two, three, four, something like that. Like ones, yeah. <laughs> I haven't been in really anywhere since last year. <laughs> <laughs> last year. <laughs> since like March of 2020. Literally the only place I've been other than work is a gas station to get cigarettes. And shit. Uh, what if you could reroute the you know, the calls, not the calls, but the uh, the drive through thing. So like when people are ordering, you're the one talking to them and you're taking their order and then they get to the drive up window and they're like, where's my food? <laughs> oh, man. I would fuck with people like that. Fuck yourself. <laughs> fuck with McDonald's. He'll fucking take you down. Yeah. Unless I'd be pissed, I'd do go there. Do you go there for uh, sugar-free iced coffee? <laughs> I really do. <laughs> I'm like a I'm like a basic white bitch. Like every time I leave the house, I'm like, oh, it's good iced coffee. Do you take a iced mocha latte with lots of foam? No. No. <laughs> McDonald's has one flavor in sugar-free. It's, it's French vanilla. So you get a sugar-free French vanilla iced coffee. <laughs> Instead of sugar, there's poison. I'm sure. <laughs> Just go to Dunkin', man. Dude, it's, it's fucking only two dollars. It's two bucks. Well, that's still a lot, man. For a fucking iced for coffee, a, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know how much an iced coffee actually costs. Grandpa coffee over here. <laughs> I got, I got a I coffee mine machine in a French press. <laughs> Use one of those complicated fucking beaker systems to make your coffee. Yeah, <laughs> you got to be a chemist to figure that shit out. Yeah, dude. <laughs> or the French press, it's like for people who want a bunch of fucking grounds in their coffee. Yeah. No, I just got a Keurig. Fucking same. Easy, easy peasy, K cup done. Very good shit. Uh, that uh, wraps up all of my guitar conversations. 
Oh yeah, no. In euros, well, from euros to U.S. dollars, that would be one thousand four hundred eighty-nine. Yeah, that's not shit. So if you want to buy that, just uh, make sure you have it probably at least three thousand dollars, and you can outbid everybody. And how much do you think that thing is going to cost to ship? Oh yeah, that's going to be a lot of money. I mean, weight-wise, but also dimensional. Mm -hmm. Dimensionally, it's like I don't know. Yeah, and I found out. I see shipping prices every day at work. (laughs) And I found out the post office actually charges by dimensions instead of weight. So they're like, the size of the box has to be able to fit on the plane in a certain way. So they're going by space instead of weight. And I never knew that. I think to an extent. Well, yeah, to an extent. Yes, sir. Uh, So we can move on to some other shit. I don't know where. I'm just going to take us on an adventure. I don't know. Unless you have something else. Um, the topic. You were to talk about anthrax. Ah, yes. Anthrax. Sit, sit back here and puff my pipe. Um, so, first one, which I thought was pretty cool when I was looking, is that anthrax is coming out with a graphic novel for the album Among the Living. And it's coming out in May. And they, the um, stories are based on the songs. And like Rob Zombie is going to be taking over one of the stories. Corey Taylor is writing for another one of the stories and some other artists. But I think it's pretty cool because Among the Living is probably my favorite Anthrax album. And so, yeah, graphic novel, man, for Among the Living. There's all this like shit nowadays because, you know, bands are kind of figuring out like these people who like their shit are like 45 year old nerds. Yeah. And they will buy comic books. They will buy toys. I have a couple more stories here coming up that we'll talk about or that prove this point even further. Oh, yeah. And hey, uh, Brian Posehn is one of the writers for it, too, in one of the song stories. So, yeah, yeah that's going to be interesting. But um, continuing with Anthrax, I was listening to some of their remastered albums, and I just want to say, fuck that. Oh, <laughs> I... I don't know who did these masters, but they completely ruined it for me because especially on the persistence of time and state of euphoria, I'm listening to it and everything sounds so paper thin. Uh, It's like not in stereo anymore. It's all in fucking mono. It feels like because before when I played their old album, I could listen to like they, they would play one riff and it would come out of one speaker and another riff would come out of the other speaker. But now everything is kind of pushed together and it's just like one gigantic wall of sound where nothing is separated. Um, Sure, it's loud, but it still sounds like shit. And I don't know, I've had that problem with remasters in the past, especially with a couple of the King Diamond remasters. And I just wish they'd leave it alone. Two things here. Number one, another act of hypocrisy. (laughs) I don't like Anthrax really. And the only <laughs> albums that I do, my favorite Anthrax album, Stomp Sound of White. Oh, you, I thought it was Sound of White Noise. No, nah, Stomp Four Four Two. Okay, without a doubt. <laughs> and then after that, Volume Eight. Wow. Probably because I don't like that. Again, I just like I don't like that thrash shit. I never got into old Anthrax. For me, by the time I heard it, it was like it was just too old sounding to me. It sounded like shit my parents listened. to. Oh, okay. Kind of. I mean, they didn't listen to Anthrax, but they listened to fucking 
you know, Metallica and other shit like that. So anyway, I don't know. I just never got into it, man. I, I don't like Belladonna as a singer. Like to me, Bush is the only good era of that band. Wow. That but I know people love that band, you know, and yeah. I respect them. And they are one of the big four of thrash and everything. They're just not for me. So that said, <laughs> that said, <laughs> those remasters could be bad. Uh, I was just listening the other day to the new uh, remaster for Reinventing the Steel, and it's fucking great. It's so much better. Dude. Really? I think so. It's a I... new Terry. Terry Date did a new mix for it. Oh, well, Terry he... Date is good, man. He like if or he could he remaster maybe not do the original. I wonder who did Reinventing the Steel originally. Maybe him, and he's just doing it again. Yes. Hmm. Why would they remaster that, though? That one sounded pretty good. Sounds way better. When I came, like, I actually started listening to it, and I would go back and forth and listen to it, like, definitely better. So is there any remaster that you don't like? <laughs> I'm sure there are. I'm sure there are. I don't know how many I listened to. Um, I saw, you know, Metallica playing fucking Battery on... Uh, Colbert, and I was like, man, I've not listened because I don't listen to those old metallic albums. I like them, but I don't listen to them. So I got the the remaster of that on Spotify, and I still thought it sounded like shit. I don't know, <laughs> just like the original one does. To me, those albums, all those old albums like that, they sound like shit. I mean, they're good-ish, but they don't push like modern shit does. So I don't like it. Like in my car, old metallic albums sound like shit. You know, I said, like, I don't listen to, I listen to shit that sounds good in my car. You know? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and even on the earbuds, they don't, they don't sound that good to me. They're just, they got that old, thin, just not, you know, because now shit's so perverted where it's so pumped up in the fucking mix and shit. Yeah. Where they just take it, like, crank the fucking, you know, overdrive at the end or whatever. But that's not always a good thing because when Metallica did Death Magnetic at first and then they remixed it, it, I don't know, man. They they must have studio engineers that don't know shit because the first one was too uh, bass heavy, I think. And so then they had to readjust it. And then they when they evened things out, it still sounded like ass. Yeah, the original Reinventing the Steel was done, produced, engineered, mixed by Sterling Winfield. So... It's pretty interesting to hear Terry Date go back and make it actually fucking sound good. <laughs> you shouldn't have left Terry Date, you motherfuckers. What are you doing? Uh, I do think that uh, yeah, this guy's just done with Pantera and then Damage Plan. Hell yeah. So he was like their fucking boy. Okay. Shit. I'm going yeah, to have to check Date makes that it out. Sound better. So, but yeah, some of those old albums, like vulgar display of power for example I think that album sounds like shit by modern standards you know really? back in the day it didn't but listening to it now to me it sounds thin it sounds quiet it sounds it might I haven't listened to it in a while but I know listening to it like back in the 90s it, it was the shit yeah well the music is you know I mean, to me the sound of the album is just very dated yeah well, it's but, like, you know, continuing with the 80s kind of remasters stuff. Remasters don't do enough. What's that? Continuing with the 80s stuff where basically, you know, you're talking about Master of Puppets, Ride the Lightning. Those were, you know, 
like the masters were on tape, I guess, or reel to reel, some shit like that. And so it's going to sound like it's ultra lo-fi. I honestly wish more bands would redo albums and not not like as a replacement, just as an aside. You know, like if for 35 years after Master of Puppets, Metallica just does Master of Puppets again. Master of Puppets revisited. Yeah, sell it on vinyl. These assholes will buy it. <laughs> the only problem not me, is... <laughs> not me, but I know a lot of motherfuckers who would. Yeah, the only issue I have with that is Metallica does not sound the same, and yeah. it, it would lack a certain panache. <laughs> yeah, but the fucking guitars would sound fucking badass, and the drums would thunder and shit. Maybe. It, they might, but it just uh, it unless wouldn't... Bob Brock is there, then it's not. Oh too. Jesus Christ! They need uh, the guy who Fleming Rasmussen or whatever who did uh, Injustice for All, except they fucked <laughs> they fucked Jason Newstead over and t- took out the bass. Now that bass is one of their like the better things. That dude's big. he's playing is fucking dope. Who plays bass you know, now? Trillo or Robert Trillo. Oh, okay. Who plays bass from Metallica now? <laughs> I don't pay attention grandpa, anymore. <laughs> great grandpa metal asks. <laughs> Holy shit. Who's the bass player from Metallica? <laughs> it's still that Jason Newsom kid. <laughs> I heard it was that guy, Cliff. He Does got. Cliff still play bass for him? <laughs> <laughs> He got run over by a bus and still plays. Yeah, Robert Cirillo has been playing on a bunch of their albums. I mean, he's and that you've never seen the documentary Some Kind of Monster? Mm, no. It's the you know how Metallica has always kind of done those studio things. Some Kind of Monster is them recording uh, Saint Anger, and it is a fucking oh my god, it's great. The band is falling apart, and they're trying to record this album, and it's a piece of shit. That Kirk Hammett can't play solos, and he's like gonna cry about it. <laughs> great Lars it made me for the first time ever in my life I like Lars Ulrich now I get him after that documentary dude I'll fucking ever in bands after that we would always use the uh, Lars Ulrich quote I don't know it's on stock it's on stock to my ears <laughs> I'm gonna have to check that out now <laughs> but because... they're a bunch of pussies they have to bring in I can't believe you like, so they have to bring in a, a shrink and they do like group therapy and shit. What like this fuck? shrink is there to make sure that everyone's feelings are fucking felt <laughs> while they're trying to record this album. And Bob Rock is like kind of playing bass on the album. Oh and man! They, a bass was at that time after Newstead left, so they're all like sad about Newstead leaving, kind of, and mad. And James Hetfield's going to rehab. So he has to be in rehab, like, you know, a good portion of the day. And then he is like this window from X to Y to record. Pisses everybody off. Great. It's sad as fuck because they're a bunch of losers. You know, they can't make an album without having a shrink. That's fucking crazy, man. And I'm pretty sure Lars and that says too, he's like, us. Like, us. We can't make and do an album. Ridiculous, you know, because it is ridiculous. We're fucking Metallica, man. We rule the world. There's a lot of people I don't fucking like, 
but if uh, somebody said, hey, get together with them and do an album for a million dollars, dude, I will make it work, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Who was that? Oh, damn. Was I talking to you or somebody else where a band that stuck together just for the money? Like, because they were making a lot of money. And so they're like, we're going to continue doing this, but we fucking absolutely hate each other. I can't remember That's what band it was. <laughs> Smart fucking people. You know, you let yeah. a band break up over nonsense. It's stupid. If you make money, you know, if you have some like local band who gives a fuck, the guy's a, you know. Oh, yeah. If, you're, if your singer's a fucking meth head, then you're going to have to break up. <laughs> <laughs> But if that's you're my, Slipknot, that's it's the a different last, story. That's the last band I was in. <laughs> oh, yeah, you were telling that story before. I hope he's doing better, but I haven't talked to him. Before. I have my own problems, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I I threw a bunch of ropes out to that motherfucker. We're like, see him. Like, oh, shit, dude, he's drowning. <laughs> Let's throw him a rope. <laughs> that rope didn't work. Let's throw him a fucking one of those lifesaver rings. No. At some point, you're like, we can't save this guy. We got shit to do. I got an appointment with it. <laughs> I got, I got stuff to do. I got, I got to go see my therapist. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. Remasters, dude. Remasters. I wish they did. A lot of them did more. Honestly. Well, fuck the remasters and just do the revisiting, where you re-record it. Some and... people have done that. I know people have done that. I just can't think of any offhand. Uh, Suicidal Tendencies had done that with their first album, their self-titled. Like how oh. far? Lo- how far later? Oh, let's see, maybe 15, 15 years later or something like that, yeah. or twenty. It was called Still yeah. Psycho after all these years, and it was just a oh, yeah. reimagining of their first album. Yeah, because that album sounds like shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cause they did it in like nineteen eighty-two or something, and it was just—I uh, don't know what it was recorded on, but I mean, it was the hardcore punk scene back then, and just fucking yeah they probably did it on a little um eight track recorder yeah probably i mean those and you know it's not played very well either i recall i'm a huge suicidal fan always have been but like a lot of that early shit's like not even played well in the album. oh no i you can even hear it in the solos that they try to do it's, it's the, um what was that guy's name rocky he I don't think he really knew. He, he probably was learning at that time when he was playing. Like a lot of okay. artists were back then. Yeah. Uh, they did that shit too, Vision of Disorder. They put out that album for the Bleeders in 1999. And they re-recorded a bunch of their demos and early songs from the 90s. That is cool as fuck. Oh, yeah, and Mr. Bungle, speaking of that, you know, they, they redid their demo from the from the late 80s, early 90s, The, the oh, Raging yeah. Wrath of the Easter Bunny. Yeah. And that album came out fucking good, man. Holy shit. That shit rips. <laughs> I was playing that the other day. I was like, God damn, if they had done this back then, they would probably be in huge. Well, you look back, and I'm never, I don't... I don't know how much I've listened to that because it's not really the era. I came into Bungle more for the nonsensical Bungle, mm-hmm. like the crazy proggy Bungle, you know, not the old like heavier shit, but I don't know what it sounds like, but I bet it doesn't sound as intense as that does on that new album. No. 
like none of it, it sounds completely different. Off, that song is heavy as fuck. Yeah, it sounds totally different. And I also I didn't come into Bungle during the first uh, the demo years or whatever. I came in the one with I forgot the name of the album. I think it was their self-titled. It was the guy with the clown makeup, like they did a little painting of that. And it just yeah. said Mr. Bungle. I don't know. I can't remember, man. I'm more under the era of the air conditioned nightmare and shit. So, yeah. What else you got, man? Anything else you want to bring up? Let me see. Let me see. I think that was it on my end here. Well, speaking of, in there, we're talking about how motherfuckers will buy the shit. Not us, but motherfuckers. Motherfuckers. Coat. Coheed and Cambria uh, have announced that they have an oh, is this Armory Wars? It's not Armory, it's Amory Wars. Action figure set. Oh, yeah. It's. I That's thought it was pretty... Armory at first, but it's Amory. I don't know what the fuck that means. Dude, I don't know what the fuck anything. I, lo- I love that band. I love all their shit, but I don't jump into the, the lore, you know? I... A friend tried to get me into them a number of years ago, and he was like, oh, yeah, they, they got basically all their songs are like a graphic novel or a visual novel. I don't know. I just couldn't get into it. Yeah. All their albums tells like this overarching story. It's fucking crazy. They're like concept albums. That's a cool idea. What if we were a concept band? <laughs> yeah, that's probably and not, not all their albums. Much. Not all their albums take place within there as they moved on in time, but they'll go back and add ones in there or something. But I love their shit. I think their music's great. I think everything about it's really fucking good. But they have action figures for that shit, so that's pretty cool. I know the Fudge Brothers are big uh, fans of that. Maybe they'll buy those. Yeah, I hear Tyler talking about them like in past episodes. He actually went to go see them. Yeah. I like them a lot. Uh, the Mars Volta. One of my fucking legit, one of my favorite bands, at least for a while. Uh, there was a point in time where if you asked me my favorite band, I would have said Mars Volta. They had yeah. a $479 18LP box set. Now, would you buy that if you had a, if you had a, not CD player, a fucking record player? I mean, if I had a record player, I would have thrown it into the fire for <laughs> the rest of the records that I have. <laughs> oh shit no yeah. I would never own a record player I would never own records $479 um, and it sold out in less than 24 hours of course it but did but if you are a record person which I know a lot of people who are I fuck yeah I would if I was a record dude I would totally buy this because I love the Mars Volta and it's a cool ass set I mean it's got all kinds of shit yeah it's really well done they made it like netted over two point I mean when you add up how much like oh how much of that it's over two million dollars yeah, 18 LP box set yo that's fucking oh shit I think clutch did that recently I'm pretty sure one of my homies was talking about this clutch fucking one that had a like, ton of albums in it. it was hundreds of dollars now I could so. see tool doing some shit like this um I would maybe a special box set of their of all their albums and EPs plus like demos and shit on vinyl only and limited to 500 copies, they would be sold out within minutes. Yeah, this grossed $2.4 million. That's a lot of money. 
I mean, I don't know what it next, but because I just noticed on uh, Facebook the other day, all of a sudden, like the Mars Volta page changed their profile picture and cover photo. And I was like, oh shit, maybe they're going to do a new album. Although their latest, later albums were not very fucking good. But you know, I guess they're just going to sell this. Maybe they're going to do a new album now. They, you know, know that people want it. Yeah, what are they anyway? Are they are they kind of like Tool in the same vein there? They're their own thing. Go back and listen to their shit from the start. Um, Blaust and the Crematorium came out, I don't know what year, maybe 2000? 2001? I saw them live on a tour for that first album, probably 2002, something like that. And uh, that album came out and blew my fucking balls off. Blew my fucking It's and more rock oriented though? Crazy prog. Okay. S- like psycho salsa. Fucking prog shit. Shit. Uh, but they're part of the breakup of At the Drive. Never heard of them either. What? Yeah. <laughs> Showing my age again. Yeah, the Drive In was kind of like a fucking legendary post-hardcore band so like I was a big fan of them and then they broke up and half the dudes formed Sparta which had some good albums but not really anymore and then the Mars Volt I'll I'll link you over to the fucking first one yeah listen start start there like maybe get a little bake on throw on some headphones and fucking blast that fucker in your ear yeah send me a link to that uh, but yeah, this is a pretty fancy box. I'm waiting for somebody I know to put it on Facebook when they get it. Oh, you so know a lot of is. fans of them? Not a lot of fans, but I know a lot of like record dudes. Ah, okay. Who are constantly buying records and showing them on on Facebook and shit. I know Ghostmane had done that with um, basically all of his old shit. Put it in a tombstone package and... It was like the his earliest albums. It, it's pretty cool, but it sold out like fucking within like an hour, I think. That's a big part of that kind of shit now. That has become a very good marketing tool. Uh, now it's the very limited versions of things. You know, people, people just a lot. Some people get caught up in it; and they can't help themselves. Mm-hmm. It's like gambling; you get that yeah. rush. Oh, I got this thing. Nobody else, did. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I guess it's kind of like the collector thing. It's like the for a while, like I got into you know different collections of things, and it's like there's five of them, and like, there's more, and there's more, and there's more, and you're like, yeah, I gotta get all these fucking things. And one day you're like, whoa, 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 what? You know? Yeah. Then you got no more space, and you realize like, what the fuck did I just do? So I did. I actually made money on all those Funko Pop figures I had. <laughs> <laughs> I made a little bit of money on them and used them to buy a new fucking Jackson. Sweet. <laughs> That's fucking cool, man. You uh, still kept the cat, though, right? What's up? You still kept the cat. What, Daryl, the cat? I still love the cats, yeah. All right, cool. I have Daryl and his newest, uh, his new pink cat. They're actually right above me on my desk. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm not above that shit. Don't get me wrong. I have my own fucking nerd kinks. Yeah. Well, that's how I am with albums. Like, that's why I said I was revisiting the Anthrax collection 
you know, getting the what I think it was the 30th anniversary remasters of these things. And it just I was so pissed because it sounded like ass. Yeah. Because I collect oh. that old shit. Yeah. There you go. Uh huh. Speaking of old shit, Dave Lombardo. They, oh, yeah, I wanted to bring that up. I guess a bunch of his classic layer drum kits were stolen. Throughout all the years that he played, I guess uh, somebody broke into his uh, storage units and took, yeah. his, took his gear. Five or six drum kits out of the first storage unit were stolen. And then where the fuck are they? They're just in hiding somewhere. Yeah, they're definitely not on eBay. Or maybe they are. I mean, maybe they just got sold off somewhere and people have them and they don't know. Could be, but you I mean, would think how, that I, he would monitor that shit. Like, it would say the the kids that Dave Lombardo used to record um, Seasons in the Abyss, South of Heaven, or shit like that, you know? He was on the Speak and Destroy podcast. That's a pretty fucking that's a clever name. Yeah, I'm going to have to check that out. I'm so overloaded with podcasts, though. Yeah, I'm overloaded on doing them, <laughs> listening to them. Yep. Next up is your Drag Race podcast. <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah. A <laughs> RuPaul Drag Race podcast. Yeah. If you happen to be here, I doubt you are. But if you got a Ru, I should find a RuPaul podcast and try to just be a guest. Like on on actual RuPaul podcast. No, just there's like a fan ones, I'm sure. Oh, okay. I, I, was, I had found one and listened to a little bit of one. Like a gay dude and a chick. Be a perfect, be a perfect third man. I've never seen any of those shows, but I see them referenced a lot. Before I started SCL, I tried to, I was going to start a podcast and there was this chick that I knew who was going to do one too with a gay dude. They were going to do a wrestling podcast, and I was like, we should do a fucking podcast, you know? Me, straight, white, metal, tattooed head, fucking ugly, prison-looking motherfucker. <laughs> a gay dude and a chick talking about wrestling. It would have been the biggest wrestling podcast on the planet. Yeah, because because diversity, man. But, well, they never did anything, so fuck them. I don't think they ever did a podcast. If they did, I don't know. I never heard of it. Now they're listening to SCL and like yeah. stewing shoving their things, own shit, <laughs> shoving things in their pussies and ass, respectively. <laughs> oh, I guess so. Yeah, they're like hate fucking themselves. They're like, why didn't I do anything? Hate fucking themselves. That's <laughs> shit. That's some hardcore stuff right there. <laughs> Uh, shit. So yeah, a bunch of his drum sets are gone. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, there's this Eurovision song. Oh yes, I just I wanted to talk about that next. Um, this uh, this shitty, really terrible dance music, and it's supposedly about the devil, but it's not even close to being about the devil. Yeah, protesters in Cyprus uh, are mad about this satanic. Yeah, and it's called El Diablo. And this chick who's like, I'm a Christian. This song is about a breakup. People are like, no, fuck you. It's about Satan. <laughs> I was like, well, maybe it's cool. And I listened to it, and it's just a pop song. So I'm like, oh, I don't know. Shitty auto-tune pop song. And uh, 
It says, we're protesting peacefully. No to El Diablo. Repent and return to Christ. And Christ saves, Diablo kills. Okay, now. The Greek artist, I'm not going to even try to say her name. Uh, she said the song's about a woman who cries out for help after falling for a bad boy, bad boy known as El Diablo. Sounds like a biker. But uh, it sucks. And dude, that's the thing, too. We were gonna also... We're gonna mention um, that Nurgle of Behemoth. Name's stupid. Nurgal. He get he's in a bunch <laughs> of trouble in Poland for stepping on a a picture of the Virgin de Guadalupe. <laughs> he's been um, fined four thousand dollars. It's U.S. dollars. And then uh, ordered to pay additional costs of a Polish funding something three thousand five hundred. What is that? Rupees? I don't know. Something. He won a case brought against him by them for ripping up a Bible on stage. Dude, all the fucking free cred. It's like, bro, this guy steps on this thing. He got all this cred. He paid like, I'll pay $4,000 so I couldn't buy this kind of advertising for $4,000. Uh, I didn't of, know they were super Christian in Poland. I don't know. And same thing here with Cyprus. Man. It's like, yeah. We talk a lot about satanic things in this show, and you know, like generally, I'd say that I'm into that sort of thing. But I'm not. I don't. You know, we've said we don't consider ourselves that. But man, these people like this really, like they really piss me off. <laughs> it really like wants to make me fucking lash out at religious people. It does, because at the at these idiots who just um, they're protesting something that's so foolish when they could actually be out helping people or doing something, you know? I mean, who gives a fuck? I'll step on a picture of Christ if I want to. Like, go fuck yourself. Yeah, you you can do what you want. You're not harming anybody. Just go fucking do something. Go jerk off, maybe. I don't know. Well, you try that shit in this country, even. I mean, if you were a famous person and you tried to, you know, I don't know, if uh, Lady Gaga would was on SNL and she he stood on a picture of fucking the Virgin Mary or Christ, I bet it would be the same shit. Seriously, dude. You know what's weird about that is the double standard because I remember seeing a Facebook video like back in 2013 where there was this kid, he was in a it was like a psychodrama. They put the kid up on the cross and the child is clearly disturbed, does not want to be there. He was crying his eyes out and they put it on a cross and everybody was commenting like, how is this not child abuse? You're fucking hanging a kid on the cross. Yeah. So I, uh, I want to be understanding because I have a lot of great friends and we do. We have mutual great friends who are Christian people. Yeah. But they're good. Actually, they're actually good Christian people. Most, most, I mean, a lot aren't. They're just fucking. <laughs> well, the people that and then they we try know. to like, sit, you know, get in the way of like how you're gonna do shit. That's when they piss me off. When they're trying to form laws around their own fucking horseshit. <laughs> yeah, but I was gonna say the ones that we know aren't professing this and kind of going no. out to a bunch of uh, picket lines and protesting things like that. But churches are putting money in like they did in California when they 
were first trying to legalize gay marriage in California, church groups and churches put in the most money fighting that. Oh yeah. And what about That's the insanity. the church? I forgot the name of it now, but the the Baptist church, man, that still protests like the soldiers' funerals and shit like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um there's not many of them left. Most of them are left. Yeah. But what the hell was that called? And it, the old man the old man died too. So. Oh, the oh, the leader of it. Yeah. But what what was the name though? I can't the remember. The Westboro Baptist yes. Church. There we go. Westboro. Yeah. Okay. Now I just yeah, thought he, they were trolling people, but they actually believed their own hype. Yeah. The one chick got out. One of the daughters. She got out, and I think like once the old man died, a couple of them left. I, I'm pretty sure they're still around, but they don't hear about it. Yeah. Well, they're not doing the protests like they used to. Yeah. But really, I su- actually I've always kind of supported their right to do that. As fucked up as it is, like I don't agree with it, but I always thought it was like I don't know. It's it's hard, but it's, I always felt that like I have to hold up their right to do that too. You well, know, yeah, with within reason. No, we can think they're dumb, but we don't have to stop them from doing what they're doing. We just say, yeah. you know, it's idiotic to do shit like that. I mean, I think I think to me, you're protected to show up to someone's funeral and protest. I as it's a horrible thing to do but I, I kind of like free speech absolutist you know? yeah because <laughs> you can't point, have one I without guess. the other I mean you, if you take things one way you're gonna you're gonna have a double standard yeah like we don't need to make it illegal to say the words that are agreed upon is not sayable right now you know what I'm saying <laughs> It'll take care of itself if they're saying it around enough people. Oh, yeah. Well, look, you got the same kind of thing going on with Twitter now and uh, Facebook, where people are getting deplatformed. They're getting banned. You know, just uh, there's a lot of censorship going on. Kind of. There's also like a undercurrent of a lot of falsehoods to that, too, where it's like, oh, cancer culture. But it's really just like a lot of people having to deal with what the shit they said <laughs> yeah if if you've been like saying racist things that's not getting canceled that's not cancel culture man i mean that's no you should still be able to be on twitter but you should also be called out for that well you gotta some people have to be taken off twitter i got deplatformed on twitter <laughs> because i the fuck was it oh i said i hope that trump croaks tweeted him and told him I hope he croaks I tweeted him every day that he was a fucking failure and he was fat and, you know he has a tiny fucking misshapen dick and he I did this forever because you can do anything but when I when I crossed the line of saying that was the last time I was banned I was banned a lot of times on Twitter they just eventually deplatformed me and why I didn't he just block you and so he wouldn't have to see your tweets he can't he could have muted me I guess but I mean he doesn't read shit. He posts it up. That's what he does. He don't read anything. Yeah. So yeah. It, it probably wasn't even him. It was one of the uh, people who runs the Twitter page. Oh, it was him who runs it. But he just tweets shit out. He doesn't give a fuck what anybody says afterward. But I just like to do it every day in hopes that, like, over the course of four years, he <laughs> saw one of them. <laughs> but, yeah, don't tell Twitter I snuck back up. Why does this now, guy hate me so much? Now I lurk around with, like, fucking no followers barely any followers I hide around and I still I don't get to tell him that he sucks but I tell other people suck fucking shit 
Yeah, because you can't tweet to him anymore. He's not he's not there. I kinda missed it actually. <laughs> Don't know what you got till it's gone. gone. Yeah. Uh, how long has this fucking show been? Uh, nah, it's 55 minutes. Something like 54, 55. Close to that. Yeah, I don't really I don't do anything else. I don't really have much of it. Um, I think that was... Yeah, I think that was pretty much it. I don't really have anything. It's been... It's been really dry. Been real dry out there. <laughs> There's not watch, a lot uh, of coming, good coming articles. to America. No, I haven't seen it. I'm going to watch it tonight. We can't talk about that either. Well, you can uh, give me a no spoiler uh, kind of okay. synopsis yeah. of it. I just thought a lot of people were uh, shitting on it. Like, this movie sucks. Like, and I mean, I'm just saying like, there, I have issues with it. There's plenty of things where I was like, this is dumb, or the way they did this is dumb. There's all kinds of flaws. Yes. But overall, like, it was a fun time. Free on Amazon, too. Like, I don't know. Overall, I enjoyed it. It was like the new Bill and Ted. Did you see that? No, I didn't see that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> where it came out, and it's like, it was just a movie. It was just, it was, you know, but it was fun enough. We were like, it's not as good, or it sucks, or... I thought, this, everybody now... A lot of people are in a sour fucking mood. Even if they don't know it. You see that on Facebook a lot, too. People who... They're just very... All the time. And they don't... I don't think they even know it. So yeah. they're just like, I want to shit on this thing. This new thing that like everyone's talking about. I didn't like it, so... Let everybody know that I don't like it. Okay, dude. And then they might, uh, other people might go in with the same mindset of, oh, well, this many people didn't like it, so I'm absolutely going to hate it. I saw people saying that. I watched it. I was like, I was laughing. I was fucking having a good time. Maybe maybe those people need to, like, fucking eat some edibles or something. Yeah, maybe they need to get high. I know I like Eddie Murphy, man. He's funny. He hasn't made a really funny movie in a long time, but, I mean... I used to dig the Nutty Professor and fucking uh, the other one where he played like multiple different people. That's that. Uh, I want to see uh, Beverly Hills Cop 4. That's why I hope they keep going with this shit. <laughs> There's actually going to be a Beverly Hills Cop 4? No, I want them to do it. Oh, one. okay. I thought you had some insider info there. Well, there was one in Development Hell for a long time. You know, where they just bounced around and rewrites and it just never happened. Coming to America is completely left field to have a sequel. Yeah. Beverly Hills Cop, you could easily do that. Yeah, that's true. And plus, it's been so long since Coming to America first premiered. It's just like, <laughs> that's like Ghostbusters 40? 3 coming out. And it just, uh, I don't know, it's weird to me. Well, there was no Ghostbusters 3. No, Should've I'm been. just saying they were going to come out with Ghostbusters 3, but then, you know, yeah. uh, I forgot his name, but he died. It would have been awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm, with I'm the original that cast? Shit. That was like the Bill and Ted one bounced around forever, and I was just like, I, I could be great. There's a bunch of other, I mean, what, what I don't know if we can freestyle think of some. Before the Bill and Ted one came out, I was thinking they were trolling me with that. 
I was like, they're not gonna do enough. These guys are old. They're not gonna do that shit. That's like uh, Dana Carvey and Mike Myers getting together to do Wayne's World 3. That could be great. Yeah, but I'm well, just saying they're they're really old now, so it would be kind of tragic to see them like that. Well, you see what Wayne and... I mean, it would be Wayne and Garth at that age. Oh, right? Wayne and Garth. I don't think you can go back to like, oh, they're still the same age. But like, <laughs> that was where... Like, that was what was funny about Bill and Ted is like, it's a modern Bill and Ted. Yeah. You know? I'm going to have to watch that because I really don't have an opinion on it. And it doesn't, it's not perfect. I have problems with it, but overall, it's like, it doesn't take much for me, dude. Like, I'm ready for the member berries. Give me the characters. Give me some, you know, that's all I care. Yeah. Now, are you going to check out um, the movies that are coming to HBO Max? Like, Godzilla versus King Kong. Fuck. No, you're not I'm gonna check God, that out. I'm a Godzilla fan, so fuck. <laughs> um, I don't know what else is coming though. Shit. I know. I thought the previews for that fucking Godzilla. I mean, like I've just seen Godzilla just piss poor done. Yeah. So many times that even that last one they did was had cool shit, but it also had like a love story and people. What was that like, King of the Monsters? I don't know, some Godzilla movie I saw like. There's so many now. Five, ten years ago or something. Okay, that yeah, that probably wasn't King of the Monsters. That was the uh, the regular, not the regular, the, the Godzilla reboot or some shit like that. I guess. Fucking no. This this is a, not a movie fucking podcast by any means because <laughs> no. I don't watch movies. Sometimes like, I a, watch movies now. Unless it's a comedy. I'm not really watching it, dude. I don't watch. I've watched zero comic book movies. I've watched zero. You're like, oh yeah, this man. I'm like, nah, dude. <laughs> For me to take two hours or something to sit and like this, that's a lot of time that I could be doing something else. Yeah. Well, I recently watched Caligula, but I haven't finished it because it's so fucking long. Um, and I was telling Bobby Anthem about it. I was like, dude, this- the old Caligula. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this oh, is really? a- this is a porno. <laughs> I had never seen Caligula and um, it's basically like watching a play on TV, but it's so long that I couldn't get through it. I had to break it up into pieces because I can't just sit there for two and a half hours and watch a movie. Yeah, I have a Yeah, I I don't have that, but it's just I can't fucking sit still for that long. I have to get up and brown. Yeah, but some people like fucking, you know, I guess that's what you're into, right? Some people are like super into fucking movies. They see every movie, go to theaters and shit. Yeah, I used to love movies, but the as soon as they got longer, like fucking. Now I like Lord of the Rings, but I for three fucking hours you got to sit in your chair. Nah, I don't know why. Every movie is now. Yeah, they make them so long. It's like a Transformers movie. Why is this Transformers movie like two and a half hours long? Fuck (laughs) you. Just do an hour 30. That's perfect. You know, you're not going to get your ass numb from sitting in them seats. Just, nah, but they're not going to do that. They need to, everything has to be a blockbuster now. When we look at movies like me and the check, because we have to watch movies occasionally. I typically it's like TV shows. Either if it's not like a reality show, I only watch comedy shows. I don't watch. I'm not going to watch CSI or you know what I'm saying? I don't watch drama shit. Yeah. Like life's a bitch already. I just want to like laugh. So I watch funny shit. That's pretty much it. 
when we watch movies, we'll flip through, and I'm like, oh yeah, dude, 90 minutes, perfect. Yeah, that's great. That's great. You know, when, when something's like two hours, I'm like, two fucking hours. So you mean I gotta sit here two fucking hours, then pause the movie if I have to get up to take a piss or get something to drink or change my bong water or something? I mean, at um, least it's at home. You know, people go watch these like three-hour movies in a theater. I don't get it. Yeah, you know, it would, I, that's. I I thought before COVID, theaters were. A fucking complete waste of time. I don't. I know that'll piss a lot of people off because they, they love. I love the movies. I fucking yeah. hate watching movies. I would see movies in the theater and, and be like, I didn't like it, and then I'd see it afterward and like, oh, this is good. Oh, I was just because I was pissed off because yeah, I'd be around like seventy other people. Yeah, yeah. yeah I share your views on the dislike of the theaters, though. I don't. And really, I'd rather watch it the, at home. In the fifties and shit, when they first started, you know, really kicking. It was hot outside. You didn't have air conditioning. They did. Let's see a movie. Great. Let's get out of the heat. It'll be awesome. Yeah. Um, or they have giant screens and the sound. Bro, I got all that shit at home. Though. I got a giant TV. I've got fucking a subwoofer. I've got speakers. Like I'm good. We all have that shit. Yeah. You, you don't they're, need they're to go to a theater when you've got a 60-inch fucking or more 70-inch fucking TV. Right. The theaters are now obsolete, basically. It's only because you want to go out and be around a lot of other people. Um, not you uh, specifically, but I mean the people who like going to theaters still. What is that disorder called? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is, I have the opposite of it. Yeah, we're the ones with the disorder, actually. Yeah. But I, like to, I like to say that they would be, right? Yeah, <laughs> so there's no point to it, you know? I'd rather just watch it at home where I can get my own snacks i can pause it if i have to take a shit <laughs> yeah. i can do you know what i'm saying exactly yeah i can smoke um fucking beef if i feel like it i can you know take a smoke break go out and have a cigarette if i want yeah you don't have to go smelling like 15 other people's farts my chick was like really bothering me like i want to go see a movie like i'm gonna see a movie like oh. so one day like i on a surprise date to uh, see that Elton John movie, which oh boy, it's like it's like a fantasy biopic of him. Anyway, and it was just horrendous, man. Just sitting in that theater, I, I fucking hate it. How long ago was and this? Oh, uh, a couple of years ago, two, three years ago. Oh, okay, so it was before the whole COVID thing, but not directly before. At least in this theater, were uncomfortable to me. I'm fucking big, dude. I'm fat. I'm fucking tall. <laughs> you know, these things are not designed for me. But I'm uncomfortable in there. I had to piss. So, like, I had to go out and, you know, I missed a bunch of it. Like, not a bunch, but I missed, like, you know, five, ten minutes because that's not pissing. Yeah. yeah. Didn't they it's put... Like, well, experience. Um, recliners. Didn't they put recliners in uh, theater seats now because the, the old seats were so goddamn uncomfortable? The one I think we were at... They moved like you could move them back a tiny bit, but I mean, at one point I felt like I had my head at the back of the seat, you know. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, my the flat of my back was on the seat, and like, yeah. like you know, like. Nah, man, those seats were uncomfortable as shit. Like the last time I went to the movie theater, which was probably about five years ago, um, they just had them shitty seats that folded, so it 
It was like the worst thing you could do. Sit there for two hours inside a fucking movie theater with gum stuck to the floor at the bottom of your shoe. Smelling like old soda and everything. Yeah. Just no. You, it's you not keep for me. giving me more things. <laughs> like, oh, right. I mean, I don't think theaters are like that. Anymore. They're probably like, not. But the last they're time way cleaner. I was there. Yeah. And then you're so close to other people. I mean, if you don't know them, you're fucking basically right up in their bubble there in your bubble. It's, uh, I don't know. It's just something I don't I had a problem revisit. That, that shit. And now I'm traumatized with this. It's like, I don't want to fucking be near anybody. And I'm actually kind of been enjoying not being in close proximity to humans. Yeah. I was going to say humanity. Human. Humans. For a long time. It's been great. <laughs> I pay for my gas at the fucking pump. I pick up my groceries. It's This is... This is live. This is great to me. It's great. I mean, obviously the situation is terrible, but I think it pushed things in a way better direction. Of you know, after this, I'm still not going to go to stores. I've said that a million times. Yeah. No. If I do go, I'm not going to go because, like, I've got agoraphobia. So, I always waited to go to the stores when the least amount of people were in them, because yeah. I just, that's not for me, dude. Yeah, I have that shit too, man. I thought shit too. Yeah. So it's like that's why I could never go to many concerts. In shows they'd be packed. You'd be like even in the seats, there would be people so fucking close to you. Everybody's yeah. moving around, bumping into you and shit. It was just like not for me. And especially when I was in the front row getting crushed by people. I can't do that shit anymore. Dude, the older I got, the more that shit set in, man. The more that shit set in. Yeah, you want your you own personal shows. space. You don't want to. You don't want to be touched by other people all the time. You go to a show or you go to an event like that, and you stand in line to take a piss forever, and then you go in and there's people everywhere, and there's just piss on the floor, and it's, <laughs> it's just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're stepping was, in it. There's pee in the sink, everything. Like I went to that fucking uh, Rob Zombie Marilyn Manson show. I think it was the last concert I went to took my chick to it and it was just like these just fucking animals everywhere and to get outside to smoke was no doubt like fucking getting on a fucking Polish train in the, th- in the 30s <laughs> <laughs> this wall of humanity that's oh. not moving and you're packed people are pushing trying to get out and it's into this smoking area that's up on the second third floor and it's packed I mean like you can't move in this shit there's that many people out there smoking I want to smoke once. You go to the take a piss, and yeah, there's a line, and you go to the bathroom, and there's no fucking door, dude. I don't like using urinals. Yeah, do not. And I like if I'm to... in a bathroom, I will pass on an open urinal. I'll be like, go ahead. Word. I want a fucking stall. To, even <laughs> if I'm just taking a piss, dude, I'm not taking a piss at a urinal. Am I the only one? No, you're not, because I refuse to do that shit. If all the stalls are taken, I will walk back outside and wait. Yeah, I let people go in front of me to use urinals. I don't want to use this thing. No, I'm not going to piss on a wall, a a thing hanging from a wall with no kind of space in between. And it's just like, it's not that I think that they're going to look at my dick. It's just I don't want to be that close to somebody while I'm pissing. It's fucking. So, yeah, you and I do have that shit similar. That's for sure. (laughs) We're not the different between you and I. Yeah. But I don't really know what else. I don't uh, I have much else to report. Ah, yeah, I think that will about wrap it up, I guess. Right, well, 
if you like my brand of bullshit, you probably don't. But hey, if you do, you can hear more of me on the Suplex City Limits podcast every week, every Saturday live on YouTube and later on podcast feeds. We wake and bake. We talk about the week in pro wrestling. It's a good time. Myself and Tyler Fudge. Also, you can check out my other show, the Check Engine Light Podcast on YouTube. Uh, watch along as me, Randy, and Marty take a look at a bunch of crazy-ass cars and decide whether they're tits or shits. It's a fun time. Hell yeah. And if you like listening to me or uh, like listening me to listening to me together with Bobby Anthem, the deepest voice in the game. The you... deepest voice in podcasting, bitch. <laughs> yeah. You can check us out on the Inhuman Experience podcast. We are coming back. I don't know when, but we are coming back. Oh, yeah. I wanted to say that this is the old guy metal cast. People seem to be getting the name wrong. And his name is Jim. It's not Tyler Fudge. So, yeah, there's that. If you, do you listen know to those? this. Hold on. Do you know those guys? <laughs> I don't know them personally, but <laughs> listens to their show on how they constantly fuck up our name on a consistent basis and I don't know who they are. I'm like yeah. these people must be trolling us because the name is not that hard to remember no there's no way they're trolling you think they're trolling? I don't know it just seems like, like I'm gonna read a text what they called us this week yeah, Robbie the other day while you're looking Bobby sends me this thing and it's just a clip of audio and it's these dudes saying to check out our show but then it's like they say it's Bobby and Tyler Tyler's on Suplex City Limits and they called it something else you know, know <laughs> alright like, so this week they're like the two man old metal show with Tyler and Bobby Blades that's what they called it this week <laughs> what are, who are they so I'm gonna I'm gonna give them a shout out but I'm gonna fuck up their name so it's uh shout out to the Joe Dirt County Line Potato Guns with Derek and Moses <laughs> Perfect, dude. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna. I was asking what it actually is. Don't tell me what it is. Oh, shit. you get our shit right, then maybe we'll get your shit. <laughs> they are. I don't know if they were trying to be friendly and they just were fucking it up, or if they're trying to like. I mean, they wouldn't be trolling. That is, who's that funny to them? Or maybe they're not trolling and they actually just keep fucking the name up because they say that like burbs is a part of the inhuman experience it's like they say it's yeah. me bobby and burbs and it's was like he on there no he was never on the show i think maybe they're mixing it up with we did you know a couple songs with him maybe that's what they're thinking of it's very weird honestly it just it's like mind-blowing to uh, me it's <laughs> I weird that i was like who are these people that would be shouting shutting us out Apparently they listen to the show, so hopefully you know it's it's old guy metalcast with Jim and Bobby. I mean, when you go to the feed, it says old guy metalcast, and the first thing is in the fucking description. I'm pretty sure every week is, you know, Bobby and Jim, blah blah blah. Yeah, there's there's no Tyler, there's no Fudge in the show, um, unless it's a Fudge brownie that Jim is eating. Yeah, I'm making it in my pants. <laughs> I haven't oh. shit myself doing a podcast yet. Yeah, I haven't either. That's uh, that's plus by far. <laughs> Shout out to them. Shout out to uh, Breaking the Apocalypse. Uh, uh, pretty much, you know, hey, man, if you got a show and uh, it has more than three listeners and you shout us out, maybe we'll shout you out too. Yeah, we'll give you a shout out. Those people, I was like, how do you, uh, 
you know, make good relationship with podcasting. He's sharing the love. That's it. Yeah, and you just um, you talk to people. That's like communication is key. That's what you got to do. And don't let and not letting your your co-host, who's not an original co-host, say shit about another show. <laughs> then be too high to remember that he did it. And tell him to take it up. <laughs> don't do that. That also helps. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about there. I was there for that. I was there too. <laughs> so yeah, you know. I think that'll do it. Yeah. Good time, man. Fuck uh, yeah, I need it. Send that. us shit. What's the email address? That is ogmcpod at gmail.com. Keep those send titties coming. Oh, yeah. You just pictures of your wife's tits. Yeah. Has that been in it yet? No? No titties. No, nothing in the email yet. I guess uh, people are a little That's shy. It. God damn, send us pictures of your teenage daughter's tits. Oh, no, 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 no don't do that. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. Please don't do that. <laughs> it's, you're going to be the one checking it. So, yeah, just send us the instructions on how to make butter. <laughs> if you want old copies of the Anarchist Cookbook, send it to uh, ginvicious at gmail.com. <laughs> if you have any schematics for nuclear power plants in America, where to buy human organs, how to cook people, all that shit, how to chill with your father's <laughs> severed head on your lap. Oh, fuck. We better get out of here before we get arrested. <laughs> oh, I hear knocking at the door. It's too late. Yeah, right. God, I got shit I got to go do today. Uh, so yeah, that'll do it. We'll be back in the future in an undetermined amount of time. Like your, like your father who went out for cigarettes. We'll be back eventually. <laughs> Until then, we thank you for listening and uh, hail Satan and hail yourself.